Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Warning. Guests of The Roy Green Show may experience the truth, being in the hot seat, and in some cases, crying. The Roy Green Show continues on the Chorus Radio Network. We have a brand new phone number for you to call, 1-800-263-2428. 1-800-263-2428 is now the number for this program. No other numbers, just that one, 1-800-263-2428. And we will today, some of you just joining the show, we will today and tomorrow be focusing on the United States election. We'll have different perspectives, different views from guests, and your calls on who you think is going to win and who you think should win and your expectation for Wednesday morning or late Tuesday night, whether or not it's going to be a situation where there may be some significant civil unrest in the U.S. We've already talked about that being a possibility, and it's not being discounted because there is such tremendous emotion. Even in this country, we don't have a specific vested interest in the sense that we're not voting, except for the approximately a million Americans who live in Canada who will have the opportunity and the right to vote on Tuesday. The rest of us are observers. And yet there's this emotional investment, and I've heard it for months, and I'm sure we'll continue to hear it as we go through the program today and tomorrow, 1-800-263-2428, yeah, the number to call. Be patient getting through or trying to get through. It's very busy. If you have a line, hold on to it. It's worth gold. The... Um, in the UK, the High Court, I want to talk about this, the High Court declared Parliament must have its say in Brexit. So you remember Brexit in June. It was the ultimate uh, exercise in democracy, a referendum, where the British people decided by majority that they wanted out of the European Union. And you know what's happened since and the, the fallout that's taken place. And, and, and on Thursday of this week, uh, the High Court in the UK, three judges in London, declared that Parliament must have its say. And um, what I've been seeing in, from emails and um, calls I've made is there's a general sense from people that we're being worked over again by the system. The Brits are being worked over by the system. It's always rigged against us. Alex Dean joins me. He's a former parliamentary assistant to former Prime Minister David Cameron in the UK, co-founder of the Brexit Express, the national organization in the UK, which supported the Brexit campaign, still does. And Alex joins us from uh, from Brussels. Alex, good to speak with you again. The Brexit Hi, the Brexit referendum was a valid government supported vote, correct? Absolutely correct. So, where are we today, and and how how exercised are the people in in Britain over the, disord- the decision by the High Court? Yeah, temperatures are running very high in my country, and I think that's unfortunate. Um, I, I think one, one of the likely causes of what just happened with our High Court is that the government argued its case badly, and that can happen from time to time, and courts often, higher courts often reverse the decisions of lower courts, and I think that may well be what happens in our newly constituted Supreme Court. You may remember um, our highest court used to be the House of Lords. We've now got it. It's an independent Supreme Court. Um, but Roy, for me, 
it doesn't actually matter too much as long as we get to Brexit, as long as we get to leave the European Union, if there's another debate in Parliament, if they need to go around one more time, then fine. And what a lot of people, listening to your responses that you've had in your phone calls and emails, very interesting, reflects very closely public opinion here. What I say to people who feel like that is, this may be actually the better way around. If legally there was a way to trip up Brexit by saying that our Parliament needed to have another debate about it, then let's do that. And let's do it now, before we've started the process of Article 50, rather than letting these uh, the Re- Remain campaigners, or as they are now, Roy, the Ramoners, um, or Romaniacs, uh, if they were going to win that point, let's dispense of it now. It's for the best that we deal with it now rather than later. Who challenged uh, the Brexit decision? It was, uh, ostensibly, it was, a, it was some individuals who were concerned about the due process. It, in reality, of course, it was... Um, remain campaigners who don't like the decision that was made by um, our people in June and uh, want to try to find ways to stymie it. But we can't argue that they didn't find a legitimate way to challenge it. That's what the court held. And one of the things I'm very keen we get away from here, Roy, is the politicization of our judicial system, like they have in the United States. We don't elect judges in, in my country. We don't have judges appointed by our politicians. And I think it's better that our judiciary is independent rather than subject to the will or the whim of our politicians. So for me, some of the attacks on the judiciary, whilst I happen to disagree with the decision they just made, are very regrettable. And my message to, to fellow uh, Brexit campaigners is keep the faith. We're going to get there. It may just mean one or two more cycles in our political system, but there is no way that Parliament can now reject Brexit having had the referendum. If they need to debate it again, fine, go ahead. We'll do it in a calm, orderly fashion, and then you can vote for exactly what we told the people they'd get in the first place. Brexit, because that's what they offered in the binding referendum, and that's what we said we wanted. Alex, do you have concerns that um, Brexit supporters who are angry today and in significant numbers that it could become significant social unrest on the streets? Um, I'm not normally one to um, kind of encourage speculation like that. On this occasion, Roy, I absolutely am concerned about that. People's temperatures are running very high. We've got to calm down as a country. We've had front-page headlines calling out these judges in the most unpleasant ways. We've got to stop that kind of thing. This is not, not the path we want to go down. Yes, a decision's been made by the courts that some of us don't like we will still get the judicial uh, process resolved and we'll still get the outcome that we want, which is leaving the European Union. Let's do that in a dignified way and let's not drag our judges, whichever way they decide uh, on this particular point, let's not drag our judges down to the level they are in the United States where some of us back some judges and some of us back other judges. That's a bad state of affairs. One of the points that was made to me in an email from a friend of mine in Europe was that the uh, High Court in in England uh, fired a shot across the bows of other movements and European nations looking to jettison the Brussels baggage. Um, It wasn't our High Court that did that. It's the the governments of other countries. Uh, There are significant Eurosceptic movements in a number of other member states. They are being deprived the opportunity to do what the British people have done, not by the British High Court, which doesn't have jurisdiction in those countries, but by their own governments that don't allow them the referendum in the way that we had one. I think that's a terrible shame. I think that they ought to be given that choice. Some countries would want to stay in the European Union. Others may wish to leave. Either way, I don't think it's down to our High Court. I do think it's wrong that they're not being given a referendum, but I don't think that's down to our our judicial system. What's your sense, Alex, about what the Supreme Court 
of the UK may decide? Yeah, I think they're quite likely to reverse the decision. I think the government can argue its case better, but I think a better outcome than that, Roy, is to, to uh, make that decision redundant. Let's fast-stream this, have a debate in Parliament. No British politician of any real stature or standing is going to dare stand in the way of the decision made by the British people in June. Let's have that debate, formalise the process, dispense with this legal point that's holding us up a little bit, and then get on with things. I don't think for a moment we're going to not leave the EU now. Um, I, still, I also think we're going to stick to the Prime Minister's timetable and be out by the end of the first quarter or to have invoked Article 50 to begin leaving by the end of quarter one uh, next year, so by the end of March um, 2017. I'm completely comfortable with Parliament having another debate. I know that many MPs who campaigned for Remain now rightly feel bound to respect the views of the British people and they will vote to respect the, the decision made in our referendum or at least abstain on it. The government will have a healthy majority when it has the debate that's been demanded. So really, we don't need to be too excited or too upset. This is one of those occasions for deep breath, calm down, stiff whiskey, and carry on. <laughs> Sounds like the United States uh, late Tuesday night. Um, <laughs> yeah. What is your sense of what's going on in, uh, in the United States? If, if you're looking at that election and, uh, and you're looking at Trump and you're looking at Clinton, where may I ask you where you're... Your empathies or sympathies lie? Well, look, Hillary Clinton has been in public life or in public gaze for a long, long time. I think we know all of the flaws that are there. I could never bring myself to vote for her. And frankly, Roy, I wish the Republicans would put up a better candidate. I think almost any candidate would be beating her now. But the irony is, I think almost any other Democrat would be beating Donald Trump. These two, and I say this from an outside perspective, I don't have a vote, although I work for a, a U.S. listed business. And my sense is that um, almost any Democrat will be destroying Trump. Any Republican will be destroying Clinton. They are uniquely lucky in their opponents, both of them. <laughs> what a day. What a time. Alex, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Roy. All the best. Alex Dean, co-founder of uh, Brexit Express and former parliamentary assistant to the former Prime Minister David Cameron, who lost his job over the Brexit vote. As you'll recall, Mr. Cameron said... He wanted the, the U.K. to remain within the E.U., and if it went the other way, that he would resign. Well, it did, and he did. And so now the High Court has decided as it has, and Alex is injecting a, a voice of calm and, and reason, but he has concerns, as you heard, that uh, Brits may take to the streets. They're that angry. And that's the populist movement I've been talking to you about. And I've been talking about it for years at least three or four years, and it's been growing and it's not going away. doesn't matter whether mainstream media um, challenges how people feel. They now have social media. People have social media. They communicate with one another and bypass mainstream media voices. Sometimes don't even listen anymore. And frankly, mainstream media has earned that. So when we come back, we'll go back to your calls at 1-800-263-2428, new number for this program. It's the only number to call, 1-800-263-2428. And the questions are, who do you want to see win in the United States on Tuesday? Do you want Trump? Do you want Clinton? Who do you think is going to win? It won't necessarily be the same thing. And if you have concerns about what may take place in the U.S., late Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, would there be civil unrest 
Let's talk about that as well. It's not been discounted, and it was not discounted in the last hour by Dr. Frank Farley, past president of the American Psychological Association, um, who had concerns. So more of your calls at 1-800-263-2428 when we come back.